0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad breakaway, McDavid's go! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darnell. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Drysaddle from your Edmonton. New Leon Drysaddle, one timer from an impossible
0: angle years are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Zach Cassie. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers.
1: Yes, the Pulley Army back barring in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah,
0: Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C A Now Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers 630 check
2: news you're going to walk into the station and see unfolding on the internet today that of the late charlie watts passing you just heard randy kilburn talking about the rolling stones drummer in his legacy ending at 80 years old today he passed away In the United Kingdom, this is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Well, I I better not bury the lead. We finally know the Oilers Entertainment Group's direction on vaccination policy for this upcoming season. And this will, of course, cover Oilers games as well as all live events taking place at Rogers Place. So let's just read the statement right now. Let's not waste any more time. We'll dive into today's top story. That is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. So it goes like this, and you may as well have your thoughts ready to go on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. That's 780 496 063. Get the new floors you've always wanted 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to Ashley. AshleyFineFloors.com for more. Oilers Entertainment Group announced today enhanced COVID-19 health and safety requirements at Rogers Place. It starts with the first Oilers preseason game on September 28th. That is when the Seattle Kraken are in town and is intact for the foreseeable future. This is fans age 12 and older. They must present proof of one of the following for entry into Rogers Place. Proof of full COVID-19 vaccination received at least 14 days before the day of the game. And this is the full series of a government-approved set of vaccinations. Um, You will uh, either have the option of electronic or paper records that would be accepted or... You can have a negative COVID-19 test result from an approved testing provider that has to be taken within 48 hours of the game's scheduled start time. So if a game is on Thursday at 7 p.m., the COVID test must be taken anytime beginning 7 p.m. Tuesday. Now, this is for fans, of course, OEG also requiring all of its employees, volunteers and any contractors in the building. They all have to be fully vaccinated uh, with, again, a Health Canada approved vaccine at least 14 days before September 28th. So what does this all mean for you? How do you feel about this? Obviously, a point of contention is we try and navigate how to get things back to what we knew them to be prior to the pandemic. I don't know that normal is a word that we'll have any sort of familiarity with moving forward here. We'll adapt something else. But this is the first step. This is also not unique. To the Oilers Entertainment Group, I mean, the top story prior to this news breaking was simply that both Calgary and Vancouver and their parent companies have adopted the exact same idea, which is, again, either provide proof that you're vaccinated or provide proof that you have negative COVID or a negative COVID test. And that's where they're willing to draw the line. Now, without politicizing it too much, this is a privately owned building, and I know that there's probably a lot of people that are going to, you know, text in and say, well, our taxpayers help build that, certainly. Um, you're not wrong about that. But with the governing body of this building, the same way that uh, Calgary Sports and, and Entertainment Company down south, uh, they do the same thing for McMahon Stadium and the Saddle Dome right now, just as, as Rogers Arena is governed by the Canucks parent company. And they are all on the same page in terms of how they're going about bringing fans back in. And I wanna know how you feel about that, because I suspect that there's a greater percentage of people that will attend the games knowing that they're safe and the person next to them isn't gonna cough Covid into their face, or or at least having more certainty, because all of the Covid detractors, I'm sure, are lighting up the the text line right now. We'll get to that, um, but they're saying that you can still be carrying the the virus even though you're fully vaccinated. And I understand there's there's literature that that says that that's true. I also understand that like 95 percent of emergency cases right now of Covid are among unvaccinated. So wherever you fall on this debate, this is what is going to be required. Your opinion you know it's it's valid but it doesn't necessarily matter to those who are letting you in at the door bottom line so again i think that there's a greater greater percentage of people that will still attend these games cody as as a result of feeling that the environment is more safe than those who are going to to turn their back on the franchise because of their own personal beliefs about the vaccine
0: I fully agree with that. Uh, You know, just personally, I'd feel more comfortable, of course. But this also comes down to another debate that I don't know if they've really spoke on it. But if this means you can go to games unmasked, I mean, I, I think that kind of creates a more comfortable environment there. Just knowing that, hey, the people beside me, they're vaccinated or they've tested negative for COVID recently, which probably will draw in more people, as you said.
2: Now, it's kind of apples and oranges when you're talking about Commonwealth Stadium and and Rogers Place here simply because of the open air factor, you know, the, the seating capacity is is well over double at Commonwealth Stadium what Rogers Place holds. So, you can't necessarily draw a direct conclusion there, but I will also point out that I don't believe there's been any concrete uh, outbreak as a result of the first two Elks home games, even though there was no vaccine mandate for those. That might well change. And you're seeing what's going on with the Elks right now. We'll talk with Elks play-by-play voice, uh, Morley Scott, coming up after the 1.30 news, by the way, and and get a better idea of what's transpired in the last 24 hours with the Elks because that Thursday game is postponed. It's looking like it may well end up cancelled because options are very limited to reschedule it. And this is all a result of now nine positive COVID cases among Elks team members. So, I don't see anything from the NHL yet that has mandated vaccine or vaccination or whatever that all players or employees will be double-dosed, but you got to figure if you're letting fans in there under that notion that in order to keep them safe as well, you would want your players vaccinated too. I just, I, I don't know where you can legally draw the line in that sense.
0: And here's the thing for mandatory vaccinations, and I'm seeing the text line light up in front of me here, but they're not mandating it. They're allowing you to say, hey, if you aren't vaccinated for whatever reason, just get a COVID test. Sure. It makes us feel safer. It's going to make the people inside the building feel safer. So they're not mandating vaccines. I think that's the biggest takeaway here that, you know, people should probably understand.
2: The choice is there, right? The the or is is what I have highlighted here. And again, this is for fans 12 and older. So we were getting some feedback as well. Well, if there's kids in the building that are unmasked and unvaccinated and they're transmitting, then then have we done enough in this sense? I think the bottom line is you have to do something, and they have, and you have to do something that you know, isn't discriminatory one way or the other. That makes it the most safe fan experience for everybody that wants to come into the building. And while still allowing you to have the freedom to not get the job and still come enjoy the sporting event, fine. But you have to be able to prove that you are not COVID positive. And frankly, I don't think that's unreasonable. I really don't. If you do, let me know. 780-496-0063. Again, that's the Ashley Fine Floors text line. That's also the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Live entertainment back at the River Cree Honeymoon Suite and the Headpins. They take the stage September 3rd. April Wine, Rock in the House, September 18th. And Hotel California, the Eagles Tribute Band, they play Friday, October 29th. All those details at rivercreeresort.com. Shall we open Pandora's box early, Cody? Shall we go to the text line? I won't encourage or discourage it, but there's actually a fair <laughs> amount
0: of people that are texting in saying that they feel safer knowing that going to a game, that people around them are going to be mandatory fully vaccinated or having to test negative for COVID, which, I, you know, I'm not shocked completely, but surprised. How-
2: And that's, I think that's the bottom line here again, is they're trying to make it as inviting an experience for as many people as possible without having to go there and worry that, you know, you're going to participate in some sort of a COVID outbreak. Uh, James has said uh, a negative test is valid until you leave that test facility. You can be infected walking out the door. It's sort of a moment in time test that uh, proves nothing actually that's mel not uh not james and and frankly that may well be what happened to the edmonton elks because game time thursday thursday morning when those tests were coming in in bc everybody was fine except for kweku boteng and then two days later nine players have now tested positive and i don't suspect that Botang was responsible for all eight other cases so there is some validity to what Mel is saying there but again that's where the choice is coming in here this is where they can't just say only vaccinated people will come in because then you're alienating a a large percentage of the fan base as well
0: and you can drop what ifs for as long as you want but end of the day I'm going to feel a lot more comfortable if someone's got a COVID test from 48 hours ago than none at all that's just the the bottom line there for me, at least. Mm -hmm.
2: Fully vaccinated people spread COVID too. You're missing the point. I didn't miss that point. I actually said exactly that. Uh, You can get a COVID test 48 hours because there's no way you can catch it in that uh, 48 hours. Cannot believe people aren't picking up. This is the most ludicrous thing in the world. So there's, you know, there's a really... Uh, a very big smattering, a very, a very wide-ranging opinion on this right now, and I think it's important just to remain pra- pragmatic about it all. Like you, you got to understand that regardless of where you fall on the vaccine argument, you get 18,000 people in the same building, while this has not been eradicated, and the and the possibility of transmission is incredibly high among non-vaccinated people. That was the point of getting the vaccine, and that was what everybody thought was going to be the finish line of this. Now you get the variant and whatever, and I'm not going to pretend that I know uh, enough about this to be on a political talk show, or certainly not a medical talk show, but I do understand where you're coming from in terms of a closed-air facility with 18,000 people in there, and again, for the sanity of everybody for the peace of mind of those who are double-vaxxed, for the peace of mind who, you know, are season ticket holders and have been for 30 years, but also have health complications that make them a little more vulnerable to this kind of thing. Is it fair to them that they can't go to a game, you know, and feel safe? Like it's, I don't know that there's necessarily a right or a wrong way to feel about this, but it is enacted. It is not unique among any of the Western Conference teams, among any of the Canadian teams. First, it was Winnipeg, then Toronto, then Calgary, and then Vancouver. All of those markets adopting the the exact same thing, adopting the exact same thing. And the Oilers Entertainment Group finally becoming the latest to do so. It's not the only news today, though. We'll keep uh, this conversation, of course, going throughout the rest of the show. But for now, we'll press pause. We'll come back with some thoughts from uh, Edmonton Oil Kings general manager, Kurt Hill, on the passing of Caleb Reimer. He spoke yesterday right as we got off the air. It's 12.20 in Edmonton. It's Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen on Oilers Now. You know, uh, I think they have a dish in Louisiana. It's called gumbo. And it's just kind of throw anything into the pot, mix it around, and whatever you get, you get. And uh, that's kind of what the text line looks like right now. Just a a whole bunch of different perspectives. Uh, Somebody calls this natural selection. Another person says that this is the correct choice for the Oilers Entertainment Group. They need to do their due diligence in protecting their product, employees, and consumers. Ryan says this has nothing to do with the vaccine. I'm double vaxxed. I won't go to any games as long as the Oilers discriminate against those who aren't. So I guess to that, I would ask what the discrimination is, because you don't have to have vaccinations. The discrimination is is, there isn't any. The choice that you have been presented with is either foot the bill and present a negative COVID test or go get the free vaccination, which there's plenty of information on right now. To say that this is
0: against your rights and freedoms as well, which is on the text line, is just crazy. I mean that that's a little cross the line. You know, going or you know, you're you're able to go to a hockey game whether you're vaccinated or not. This isn't crossing any rights and freedoms.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to keep up. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I didn't realize that people were uh, sitting. Oh, I can't even. I can't even get through that. Wow, okay, let's try another one. A beast says, imagine that you had a 97.7% chance you wouldn't get cancer, but you were forced to take chemotherapy just in case. So this is where I, I, I can't overstate this enough. Leaping to the conclusion that you are being forced to do anything in order to get into this building is simply incorrect. There is an or here. Either you are double vaxxed or you present a negative test from within 48 hours of that. Now, this is how it stands right now. I imagine, and I I am speculating on this front, but you've got to figure that players will pretty well be mandated to have, like watching what the NFL has done, watching what the CFL has done, it might depend. The variable here is where they place the accountability on who is responsible for keeping COVID out of these dressing rooms. If they don't wanna come down so heavy handed as to mandate that every player on every team will have a shot, then they'd better have something in in where the players are keeping themselves in check too because it's one thing to be talking about the fans in the building and that's all fine and dandy so long as there's a product on the ice for them to watch
0: i think after the past couple of years what players have had to go through especially north of the border they're going to be fine with getting the jab if it means they can get back to somewhat normalcy in their lives and i'm not meaning before you know the bubble situation but at least able to go out to restaurants and do things a little bit more normally
2: it's not going to be a perfect situation there never was and there i think it was brian on the text line that pointed out what does it look like if you're lining people up outside the building to confirm these negative covid 19 tests like where where are you showing up with a piece of paper in your hand and it gets scanned how do we know that's not duplicated right so there's i think that there's some moving parts in this situation as it stands right now but again we were waiting to hear something to this effect it was going to come down that there would be a a covid policy of course to get into the building and now we know what it is
0: also we have a chef or a cook on the text line called you out it's not gumbo it's jambalaya that, uh, that that comes from the text line as well.
2: <laughs> jambalaya, yes. Gumbo is a thing, though. I've heard it in an NWA song. I, I do believe 100%. so. 100%. But yes, jambalaya, that's great. Uh, let's uh, send it to Cody again for NHL Today. That's for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company-branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local. At elitepromomarketing.com. Let's start with another
0: entry level deal. St. Louis Blues, they've agreed to terms three years. Zach Bolduke, uh, selected by the Blues, 17th overall in this past year's entry draft. Valtery Filpula, he's heading overseas after 16 seasons in the NHL. He's a free agent this summer. He's going over to Switzerland. Geneve Servette is where he signed his contract. And I, I found this one interesting because as much drama as the Owen Power news may have stirred up last week, reports have now come out showing that Power actually told the club before the draft that he planned on heading back to college this season so yeah maybe the speculation and rumor mill could have been toned down a
2: bit yeah I saw that too and I just thought that makes the most sense it's not like this Michigan team just suddenly became unbelievable they were always going to be unbelievable and he was Always going to be a big part of that. Uh, Let's dip into our Oilers Now audio vault here, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Yesterday, General Manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Kurt Hill, speaking about the loss of 16-year-old Caleb Reimer. He, along with two others, perishing in a car crash over the weekend down at the coast. Hill talking about Reimer's impact on the team, even at just 16.
1: Yeah, I think, again, looking back on last year, was I mean, it was a difficult year for a lot of reasons with COVID and everything we went through to get even, even play. And for a young player, you know, I think it's pretty difficult to, well, it was probably difficult for a lot of players on our team to comprehend what was even going on last year. And Caleb got here and, you know, we had the luxury of keeping a lot of younger players last year. And, you know, he was a guy that just wanted to get better every day. And he made extreme strides throughout the season in his game. And I even, even personally off the ice, just as his development and his maturity level. He made big strides. He left a lasting impression with our coaching staff, myself, um, and all of our players. You know, I think last year, our players spent more time together than they ever will in a season again. They became a real, real close group last year. um, And he was a big part of that.
2: Again, you just you just kind of have to sit back and process something like that as it happens and, and do so at your own pace. Uh, Hill also talked about the supports that they'll put in place in the Oil Kings organization, not only for Reimer's family, but of course the Oil Kings family and anybody else impacted by it.
1: We're in the process right now of putting our resources together for all of our players. I mean all of our efforts here are obviously to support support the family. Um, you know, our condolences go out to to the Reimer family. And the other and the, the, the Sharma family and the Magnuson family. And yeah I mean we got to be here to support our players. They're young, they're young teens, they're young adults and you know we need to, we need to be here to support them and we're going to put all the resources we can in place to make sure that uh, they have the necessary people to reach out to. And uh, that includes our staff here as well. that includes our support staff and our bill of families, you know anybody that was associated with that is associated with our organization. It's it's difficult to say, you know what, uh, you know who needs to talk about this, but we'll be sure to have the people in place for that.
2: Again, Edmonton Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill on Caleb Reimer up against the one or twelve thirty news. Here we'll step aside to hear from Kevin Robertson in the headlines. When we come back, we will connect with Craig Morgan out of Arizona, learn the latest in this arena debacle. Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen with you this week on Oilers Now.